This is the Mark Milton Show with a Smash with former Department of Justice Tax Division trial attorney Mark Milton and the Smash on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. I should have been a cowboy. I should have learned to roll and ride. Yeehaw, you're listening to the Mark Milton Show with the Smash and Sally on the keyboard over there. Uh, happy, I want to take a minute. Happy Veterans Day weekend to all of our veterans sure. out there That's right. we salute you here in the miller furniture studios and miller furniture is actually having a veterans day sale oh, that really? goes through monday november 15th you can Good. save <clears throat> up to a thousand dollars on flex steel rec- reclining Ooh, sets really and up to six hundred dollars on american-made amish bedroom and dining sets through monday so be sure nice. to check them out you know where they are, Belleville, hey, Belleville. lake st louis ellisville 1.2 mm-hmm. miles east of clarkson road let me tell you something about that flex steel that's what we have. We have a flex steel sofa, and they have flex flex steel showrooms, spaces yeah. in each of their stores where you can go in, you can yep. you know design the couch, the sofa, the whatever the reclining uh, yeah. sectional, pick out your fabrics, get the little Scotch Guard uh, add on, and I'm telling you, more affordable than you think to get a custom couch. Now it might take yeah. a little bit of time if you get a custom order, but you're still gonna get a custom American made piece of furniture, an heirloom piece, as we say, heirloom and man. also. Miller Furniture has one of the biggest selections of in-stock furniture that you'll find in mm-hmm. the St. Louis area. They don't have the same supply chain issues that others have had. Yeah, Some of the foreign uh, manufacturers, uh, they don't have to rely on because they've got a stable of American-made furniture there at Miller Furniture. So check them out, MillerFurniture.com, M-U-E-L-L-E-R, Furniture.com. This supply chain, man, do you think that's man-made, just just phony bullshit? Man-made in the sense of, I think, politics, politics, I think it's man-made in the sense that we've created it by terrible policies. No, no, no. no, no. They, we got plenty, man. They're not distributing to the people. That's what I'm saying. The reason it's not being distributed is the lack of labor because we've had policies that have just given out millions and billions of dollars of cash to people to not work. Yeah. You've got policies of mask man, or excuse me, vaccine mandates that is creating uh, a shortage of truckers because these truckers don't necessarily, right. they're kind of the type that probably would be a little averse to yeah. maybe taking a, a vaccine. You've got uh, China, I think, potentially, you know, manipulating us a little bit in terms sure. of, uh, you know, I know there's there are products sitting off offshore that can't get to port or they don't have the, the space to bring them in offshore, but there's also a real shortage in actual goods coming yeah. from china because of quote-unquote production production delays but i think there's there's probably more to it than that so I well, they got us on the ropes man i'm watching today's show the other day all right don't and do that don't do that to and, yourself oh, i know i happened to be in the room and it was on <laughs> so i paid attention for a second they're talking about what's wrong and they're talking about inflation and one of the things that they said is it's wild to look at inflation as being as strong as it is at this particular point in time because unemployment is at an all-time low of 4.7 percent i might say wait a minute how can unemployment be that low and you telling me you ain't got nobody to come work at the stores or anything like that well because they measure unemployment based on who's actually looking for jobs so if you ain't looking what? for a job you're not included in those figures i think the real scary oh, number is how many brother. how many positions are open that they can't fill either because of lack of talent or a lack of willingness for anyone to do the job. Yeah. And that goes back to what I said about field policies and on inflation. What's one of the biggest drivers of, of, of costs labor, right? Sure. So if you got to pay people more to get them to want to come to work, yeah, that's going to increase the price of everything. Sure. So that's, I think a huge 
concern because I don't see the cost of labor going back to, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> I don't see anyone working for less than $15 an hour. We j- we talked about how the, the Democrats, the left has pretty much gotten their, their $15 minimum wage yeah. as a result of COVID. And I don't see that, that changing. Now, another interesting piece of this is the illegal immigration, right? You've had this right. pouring in of people from across the border illegally. You know, are they going to take up, you know, jobs making less than minimum wage? Is it, are, are employers going to feel more pressure to hire illegals, right? Yeah, because right. they can't get people here in the U.S. to work. Right. I, I think that's going to be a real issue. So well, then you're just making it more and more difficult to ever fix our immigration crisis. Would you say then if I, the government, have to pay the illegals to work, doesn't that mean that I will be unable to pay those who are not working as I the, once did pay them? The government paying illegals? Yeah. Is that what, well, have you seen this? So this is kind of a different subject. The government's but paying these no, people. No, they're talking about paying illegal, uh, immigrants, like illegal immigrant families, $450,000 right. as like a settlement for those who got separated at the border. How insane is that? that? At 50 G's a year, which you can live on very, very nicely. At 50 G's a year, that's nine years. I don't have to talk to nobody now. <laughs> I'll take that 450 G's. Well, and, and 50 G's, you can, so, so 36 grand is basically what people were making to do nothing yeah. during the pandemic right. because of the increased right. unemployment. So I still think there are people out there who were getting that money, and, and maybe there are other factors, you know, in terms of child care because it's harder to get child care now. So, the, you know, if you got to go back to work and you make 20 bucks an hour, but you got to pay a babysitter 15, it doesn't. It, it's not a rational decision to go back to work. How can you, Uncle Sam, Put me in a country that will not allow me to work at my full potential, but you're going to give nearly a half a million dollars to an illegal who hadn't done <laughs> squat yet? When I heard that initially, I, I thought, I can't, I, that can't be true. That There's no way that that's true. And then there goes Joe Biden. At first, Joe Biden called the reports. I don't know. He used some phrase. He said it was nonsense. And then I guess one of his little advisors must have said, uh, no, Joe, that's actually something uh, we've uh, put on your uh, agenda. And so right. then he came back out and said, oh, yeah, I support that. Uh, uh, heck, yeah, that's a great idea. I mean, this guy, it's just. Wow. Do you think, do you think, I just don't see him finishing this this term. I just, like, there's, his approval is already in the 30s. Democrat, we talked about last week, the, the, the beatings they took in Virginia and New yep. Jersey. They're going to get completely smoked in 2022. Yep. And so I just. It'll be interesting to see if an internal pressure builds for for Biden to step aside. It will um, certainly twenty twenty four. I already cannot, has. I cannot imagine him being the Democratic nominee you at know the age of eighty two. You know, be, ah, he's done, man. Eighty two. Nah. No offense you, to those elders out there, but you know, I mean, eighty two. You ain't looking is, at me, huh? You ain't looking at me. <laughs> You're he's ten years older than you, Smash. <laughs> I could have been president. Ten, ten years older than you. <laughs> okay, so let me. Can I make my uh, my first sure. of the great Smash Rodamas predictions? Sure. I want to take a drink 20, here. 2024, Gavin Newsom no way. will be the presidential candidate he may run. for the Democratic Party. He may run, but I... The great Smash Rodamas, predictor of the future, has spoken. And that guy, I, look, that guy's as, as translucent as a piece of... of I know. Uh, I can't stand him. Yeah, he. I mean, I, I think he could He could probably... I mean, he's certainly a uh, dynamic fellow. He's good-looking. Yeah. 
but and he could probably raise money. I just I don't, don't know think if he's, he's that good looking anymore, I don't, man. Oh, he's. I mean, I think he's pretty. Good, oh, come good, on good now. Man. As far as like, <laughs> the I don't St. Louis tax. I don't know he's a better a better looking politician than Gavin Newsom. He's a handsome. He's a handsome man. I'll give him that. But wow, I don't know if he's woke enough to be. You know, I think he it's gonna be, be AOC. I'm telling you, AOC. Impossible. Either way, Impossible. she'll run just to increase her brand. Sure, sure, sure. And she I may see that. give up her yeah. congressional seat. Because, I mean, she's she's not going to stay in the House of Representatives. Right. There's just no way. So I think she'll she'll get out there and run. Uh, I mean, why wouldn't she? Gavin I mean, Newsom. look at what we've seen. This Smash is, is kind of what's wrong with politics as well is there's a huge incentive to run even if you have no chance of winning. Like, look at, you know, sure. when that, and that's, that's what right. you see. 20 plus candidates in both major parties because it gives them name ID, it gets them out there. They might get an appointment. They're going to get a book deal. I mean, it just, it gives you a platform, especially in the social media age to get out there and, yep. you know, make money. It's all about the money. It's all about the Benjamins. I did the same thing at Indiana university. I ran for class president and, uh, <laughs> I, make, I, 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 I had it won. I make money for my band because I wanted ah, them to see, hire my band. All there right? you go. Because, you know, if you have a frat party or a dorm party and, yeah, you got the uh, president of the class, his band's playing. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking. The problem is I won. Here's the problem. <laughs> they disqualify me the next day <laughs> because they found out, and I didn't uh, really tell anybody. I didn't really fill out the, uh, you're supposed to stay 12 hours. <laughs> I was taking two. I was going to say, you weren't really was, enrolled in the university. You don't even really work here. It was photography. And they told me I was disqualified and then whitewashed on the bricks around Showalter Fountain right on Ben Ruby, W-R-I-T-E, right on Ben Ruby, because they wanted to write me back in, man. Um, and what happened with that? I uh, dropped out of was school it, was, and uh, was, 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 <laughs> became was a rock it, and roller. Was this your ninth year on campus? <laughs> Seven. Seven. <laughs> I stayed there for seven years. That's great. What, so I made the cardinal sin of getting Starbucks this morning before the show. So I apologize if I'm feeling a little, uh, you know, blood. What do you got over there? You're sipping on oh, one of those. Oh, I love uh, this, man. If you ever need a sugar rush, this is the ultimate right here. Liquid. The Arizona. Arizona. Uh, yeah, the Arizona uh, sweet tea. Oh, man. That's too sweet. I can't I know, but it. I needed the sugar rush. I've been up since three o'clock. I'm not. Like Solly, he gets up at three o'clock every day, man. I <laughs> Solly got up doesn't at three sleep. Solly doesn't sleep. <laughs> oh, maybe after the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you those. So I love, I love iced tea. Like, yes, love it. Great iced tea. However, uh, Arnold Palmer's. I don't like a. I don't like a fifty-fifty blend. If I'm gonna do an Arnold Palmer, I like about twenty uh, percent at most lemonade. Oh, really? Iced tea, and ideally, I would just have iced tea with a, you a plate of lemon. Snobs, <laughs> You're a tea I, snob, aren't you? I happen to agree with you, Mark. If I'm drinking a pure Arnold Palmer, that means it's some pretty bad iced tea. Yeah, and I like <laughs> just lemons. I like to get a plate of yeah, lemon. Yeah, me too. Just squeeze those. Yeah, yeah, squeeze those in there, and yeah, but that's delicious. The, you know, you want a sugar rush, man? That'll just jack you up, no problem. Whatsoever. I know, I know, that, and that's why I don't oh, like and it. And a Pepsi. If I'm drinking sugar, I'm drinking soda. Yeah, I don't sweeten yeah. my tea even when I have yeah. uh, iced tea. I like oh, just really? the lemon wedges and all all natural. No, that's I don't what, is how that, I take man. it. I don't know about that, man. All right, Smash, this is the Mark Milne Show. I, oh, it is. I mean, I, should we talk <laughs> yeah. about Vegas for a second? We talked, we, oh, we you gave went a little to Vegas, tease. man. Yeah. How were those two it was days, great. man? Those Vegas are two was, of the best days of your life, weren't they? <laughs> Four, it was a three-night trip. You're only so only that there made it worth it, dude. It was a three night trip. Now, is there anything you're even allowed to talk about? Yeah, there, we had a good time. It was my college buddies. We but what basically watched football, um, saw a concert on Friday night. Old Dominion, 
They were oh, no like kidding. good good show. That's a great band. Um little venue. It was a small venue. Yeah. So that was cool. And then we uh watched football and uh at, at the Mirage, walked over to the Mirage. They had a nice uh, sports really? bar that we uh hung out at. Watched the Illini take down the Golden Gophers. Yeah. I bet I bet the money line. Uh-huh. I bet fifty bucks on Illinois to win yeah. one two fifty. Yeah. Because they were a plus five hundred. And I said, you know, I I mean this team, yeah, they hang in there. They're right. they've been competitive under Brent Bielema. So I uh-huh. threw some money down on them. And I don't really bet on I don't like betting on sports that much. Yeah. I never win. It's I feel like yeah. Vegas obviously knows what they're doing with mm-hmm. these it's incredible. When you're out there, I've noticed like in March, man, this time that's kind of the only time I pay attention to lines and stuff yeah, like right that. Up. The way they can pick these lines and and make every game, like ninety nine percent of the games are are close to yeah right like up. the Mizzou game they covered but yeah. are, it was very close at the end and I mean it's just it's amazing to see that. You want to talk about uh, Aaron Rodgers returning to the uh, Packers now or after we come back? No, I'm, we can talk about that now. Okay. I mean it's kind of amazing that he's being blasted yeah. by by the left right, and yet if you listen to what he says, I mean. They got, it's again. It's about you. You can't have an opinion that's different that's right. from the left. I right. mean, he, he's you know, yeah, he may have misled people by saying I'm, I'm, I've been immunized. Well, he had by, by COVID. his standards, right? And then they're mocking him. They, they, he was asked on a radio show, you know, who did you talk to? Like, what what medical advice? It's like it's none of your business. Like, since when is like are people's right. medical decisions subject to, you know? Yep. scrutiny by anyone and everyone. I mean, right. it's just ridiculous. Yeah, he tested positive. He's subject to, you know, sitting out and all that. There's consequences to it. But, like, yeah. just leave the guy alone. Right. I mean, I think more and more people see this, the way people are treating people who make these decisions. And I feel like public opinion is starting to go, you know, the other way. I hope anyway. I mean, at what point do we, I mean, the masks, for example, it's just I went to the Billikens game this week. It's like, yeah, you got to wear masks, but like nobody's wearing them. And you look at Madison Square Garden yeah. this week. You see the college, right? Uh, the college kickoff, whatever they call that, the the Champions Classic. Nobody's wearing masks. Yeah. This is supposed to be New York City, right? You're indoors. I mean, it's like, and, and look, it's it's getting to a point where it's like I don't really know when it's going to end unless people just stand up and say, "Yeah, I'm not doing this. This is yeah, I'm not going to live my life like this. I don't want my kids not seeing expressions." And um, I spoke to a class this week at WashU. I go there every semester. You did. Yeah, I go every semester to, they have a low-income tax clinic. Uh-huh. So people who um, can't afford to hire attorneys, they can go to yeah. WashU and get help with tax problems. Nice. And so I go and talk to their second and third year law students, and I had to wear masks during the presentation. Talking for an hour with a mask a on. Mask? I thought I was going to pass out. Terrible. I was sweating. I mean, like, really? it's really, you got your ears. I mean, I, so I feel I bad for the teachers out there. I mean, everybody. It's yeah. Like, enough's enough. Wow. Enough's enough, That's man. That's terrible, man. Yeah, All enough right. is enough. Speaking of enough, enough. Yeah. This this is the Mark Milton show. We're going oh, yes. to come back. I want to talk about. I could do a whole hour on this Kyle Rittenhouse trial yeah, in Wisconsin. Right. I am fascinated by it. Being able to watch it on TV, yeah. I love it. I mean, it's it, if you, if you haven't watched it, I would go back if I were you and watch his his testimony was 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 like must see TV. It was incredible. Really? We'll talk about it when we come okay. back here on the Mark Milton show.